Welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. Forget the property celebrities. We speak to relatable people with fascinating journeys, just like you. Hosted by Tej Singh, we bring you new stories, life-changing deals, and expert advice every week. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a kind of late uh, hashtag Social Media Mondays podcast. I was meant to release this last Monday, but I was kind of asleep all day with food poisoning slash trying to sleep slash throwing up. So yeah, there's a nice image for you, what I was doing last Monday. Um, top tip, plan things in advance. And that links very nicely to today's talk and topic. But before I get into that, um, I'm going to release a podcast within the next two weeks, just detailing where I'm up to in my journey. I haven't done that for for quite a while actually and I have been up to some mischief. Um, I'm buying my first property at the moment in Wales after the last one fell through with subsidence. The survey is due back to me in a few days for this one so you know let's let's see what uh, what gems which hey if it <laughs> brings up some gems underneath it then hey I'm still gonna buy it. Um, it brings up. But yeah I'll, I'll update everyone on my progress pretty soon. So this is meant to be a four-part series but kind of I recorded the last episode on the resources I use in social media and it was like a five minute episode so I'm going to kind of chuck that on the end of this so kind of all in one I hope you're enjoying these episodes so far they haven't sort of had as many views as the normal ones which is you know to be expected but it hasn't had as many as the mindful monday ones so i think people prefer the mindfulness over social media which is cool um maybe I'll, I'll start those again so as the title suggests, today we're talking about sort of action uh, and being practical with social media. I've spoken about what a brand is, you know, what being authentic is, the logos, the colors, why it's important. Me and Aaron Dew spoke about content. If you haven't heard the first two, go back and listen to it. I mean, the one with me and Aaron is, there's so much value in there. He has a great brand and profile. Go back and have a listen to that one. Um, but today I really want to touch on and focus on sort of how and where and how to sort of use social media and how you can treat it like a business because it is I think Kylie Jenner just became the youngest billionaire you know yes many negatives many comments can be said about that cool but she did it pretty much via Instagram and social media so haters gonna hate but you know she still did something pretty awesome so there's definitely some lessons to learn there um so i think i want to make this a really practical episode so you can walk away with some useful tips um so content when it comes to making content when you go on viewings keep your phone with you have it in your hand like the whole time have the camera open and just have it in your hand so if you forget to take pictures you're going to naturally look at your hand and what's in your in your phone you're going to see the camera open what you're gonna do you're gonna take some pictures right um take some videos when you're on it right um when you are meeting someone another property investor uh, you know just someone about property you're going to a networking event take a picture you know if you meet a couple of people a week that's a couple of posts that's you know three top tips that's lessons from them right so the first tip is always be ready to take a photo and i know a lot of people you know no matter what age you are what generation it can be kind of awkward to just take a selfie like or take a picture of a networking event but you know you have got some value from that meeting even if the value is I'm never coming to this meeting again 
you know, it's still a value and still a tip and takeaway you can share with other people. So have your camera at the ready. Um, my, you know, the camera on my phone is like a toaster. Um, except it doesn't even make toast. It's pretty useless. Um, I'm getting a new one, but like that, and I'm spending almost double what I spent on this phone because, which isn't a lot in the first place, because, you know, my phone is a business now. So, you know, invest slightly, you know, a little bit more money maybe in, in getting a one with a good camera because, you know, as well as I do, you don't want to look at rubbish quality photos. You know, if you're watching something on Netflix, you expect HD. If you're on YouTube, you expect it to be 1080 minimum. Like we're on 4K now. We're on like more, I think. So, you know, keep your phone or your camera ready. Yes, you can use an SLR professional camera. Only difficulty is having to go home, put the memory card in, upload it from your computer, blah, blah, blah as opposed to just putting it straight up. Um, but of course, an SLR, a digital camera, is going to have the best quality pictures. Um, I think the second tip is social media is a business. So just like you would in your diary put, okay, 30 minutes here, I'm meeting him. An hour here, I'm meeting her. Got three hours of networking. Um, oh, good at my accounts. All right, let me just put, you know, 10 minutes aside for that. Uh, I've got to do some admin. Oh, boring. Let me put an hour aside for that. Put an hour, you know, put half an hour aside for social media. Put it in your diary. Make it a point of your business every single day. Um, okay, maybe, you know, weekends, totally up to you. I'll get to that. But every single day, make it part of your working routine. I met someone at a, a, a um, public speaking networking event recently and he said, I really want to get into public speaking. I really want to build a brand, but I haven't got the time. You know, I'm busy, you know, working on my business. And I said, mm, you have the time. You're just not making it and you're working on your business, but you're not working on like what your business needs to be in 2019 and for the next five years, because it is, it's going to be digital. It may not be Instagram in, in a year, it may be something else, um, you know, but it's going to be digital and it's going to be online. So you need to get through that mental block of it being, oh, something extra I got to do on top of my business work to actually make it a part of your business and a fun part of your business. Um, yeah, not everyone likes doing videos, talking, commenting, whatever. Fine. Like do your thing, right? It's totally up to you. But the way to get ahead is to be on social media. So treat it as if it's another aspect of your business. Um, you know, block out your diary for it. And you're probably thinking, okay, well, what am I blocking my diary out for? You know, what am I actually doing in this time? So depending on how sort of detail or plan orientated you are, you know, you should be doing a couple of things. You should be scrolling down your feed, reading people's posts and comments, because often in property, there's a lot of learning to be had for free. Um, if you're connected to the right people, like their posts, comment on them. You might read a post and honestly just have a completely blank mind. Just just put some fire emojis, like just put well done. Congratulations. That's awesome. How did you do that? Want to meet up for coffee? I love your stuff. Keep posting, you know. I've seen you working so hard. Oh, I've learned so much from you. There's re comments like that, which, you know, don't lie, but, you know, one of those will apply to some sort of post. Some posts, I just put yes, exclamation mark, and like a fire or like a smiley face, because I know that the person on the other end knows what I mean by that and how I'm saying it to them. Like they can, they can, I know that they, they I know that they know how I'm saying it. So I don't worry that like, 
it's like, what, what is this guy doing just saying yes and an exclamation mark? Like, it's known what I'm trying to say and communicate because I know that person. I know how they speak, right? And that takes 10 seconds to go, you know, yes, right? Um, so I think it's important to like, comment, and also join loads of property groups. I'm in so many. I, I don't look at probably 70% of them. I should. Um, like, but when I, you know, when I set aside some time, I say, cool, well, what are these groups I haven't even, you know, looked at yet? Let me click on there. Let me go in there. Let me like stuff, comment on stuff. Let me post stuff that's useful, right? Um, so like and comment are the first things that you should be doing consistently every day for, I don't know, 10 minutes of your social media time. And you'll find you learn things in that time as well. Um, and you kind of form connections because people are going to notice you doing this. They're going to see you posting um, and they're going to want to engage with you and comment with you. It's also social proof that like you're a real person with a real account and you're in property or your whatever business and you're actually involved with the community. The next thing is to start posting, um, you know, and please listen to episode two about content, about what you should post and how to post it. But, you know, get posting because as much as liking and commenting has has big value, when you start directly adding value, you're going to see a different kind of response to that as opposed to you know you know just liking and commenting stuff right um so you know those are my really kind of you know, my preliminary practical tips for for using social media to build a brand and attract investors um it's all about action you know you don't have to be a copywriter or you know shakespeare's uh, niece or um you know an expert you know, calligrapher to, to like be good on social media. Like you just need to be a human. Um, so like take action, do it every day, set aside time in your diary, because if you don't, then, you know, and look, it depends on your schedule. I never set aside time on my diary because, and this is another sort of practical tip. I'll do it when I'm waiting for my food to come out the microwave. That's two or three minutes. I do it when I'm on the toilet. I do it when I'm on the train. Um, I'll do it, you know, whilst I'm waiting for a meeting to happen. If I'm outside the meeting room and kind of people aren't ready, I'll just get on my phone. Um, and that's the power that we have in our pockets and in our hands nowadays. So it's totally up to you. But at the beginning, perhaps the best time is to really schedule it. Um, because, you know, doing it in your breaks, you may get lost and caught up in it and then just go on a, a cat picture liking spree and then half an hour later look up and realize you've wasted half an hour on cats. I mean, you can never waste time on cats. Cats are awesome, but you know what I mean. Um, so those are my kind of quick practical tips to throw at you. Um, be consistent. Uh, however you need to do that or remind yourself to do it, be consistent. Um, that doesn't mean on it all the time. It doesn't mean have it open the second you get a notification and reply to it, but be consistent. Also, when people DM you, try to respond with it within a good time period. I mean, 24 hours is pretty good. You know, nowadays, a lot of people do it within hours, some minutes. You have a business, you have a life, you have things to do. You know, don't feel like you need to respond in minutes. Do it when is right for you, but don't take days. Um, you know, again, you may be busy with things, you may be doing this and that, but I think when people take days to respond... Um, Generally, they come back and say, sorry, I've taken so long to respond, um, et cetera, et cetera. But maybe if you need to take days because you're not, you know, 
because something's happening, maybe say to someone, hey, I'm not on this often, maybe WhatsApp me, maybe Instagram DM me, I'll be quicker or something, right? But just make sure that you're consistent kind of with your responses. Um, because see, people like when you respond quicker, you know, we're in that sort of world of Insta things, you know, things are instant. So, um, you know, be respectably and appropriately responsive uh, to messages. Um, another kind of important tip is you know, post often and post regularly. People say, how often? I post once a day, five days a week. I may post on a Saturday or Sunday if I'm feeling particularly inspired. Um, you know, on Sunday nights, I might post some like funny parody videos that I've made with like Shabazz or someone. Um, Cause it's the kind of the right kind of time. I'm not going to get loads of views or attention on that. That doesn't matter. It's a, it's a parody video, right? Um, you know, and people say, what time should I post? So what I'd say is Google best times to post on social media, because there are lots of companies who do lots of research with a lot more money than I do, um, who can tell you the best times to post. Um, it varies. Uh, I honestly vary it, but I think sort of later in the afternoon, kind of coming home from work time is quite well, kind of early morning can work really well too. I find the middle of the day, you know, apart from maybe an hour for lunch can be a bit hit and miss. At the same time, I have posted stuff at what I believe to be and has been told is the worst time, and I've had amazing response. I posted stuff at good times and a terrible response. So at the end of the day, worry more about the content uh, than the actual timing of it. Another thing people say, you know, who are really starting out is what are the best platforms to use? So Facebook, without a doubt, is probably number one because of the existing community on it. Um, it's number one overall. If you're purely trying to find the investors, then LinkedIn is, you know, potentially better. However, there's people who've been on my show, Craig Mitchell, for example, raised a million quid in JV Finance. I said, how? He said, Facebook. He's from Yorkshire. That was my Yorkshire accent. Purely from Facebook. Dan Brown's been on the show from Habibo. Um, I said, you know, how much money have you raised from Instagram? I said, a hundred grand from Instagram, right? So every platform has its pros and cons and the kind of people you'll find there and the kind of people you won't find on there and how you should post things and what you should post. Um, so let me quickly go through them. Facebook is a great medium for everything. You can put long form blogs in your post on your wall. People are more likely to read it than having to click on a blog. Uh, Facebook hasn't got a blog feature yet. Will it have it? Who knows? Um, so you can blog their long form. You can like do tweets on it in, in the sense that you can post you know, a couple of sentences, you can post pictures, you can post funny pictures, and people won't say, oh my god, like, what are you doing? This is like a business thing. Because if you go on LinkedIn, and you post funny stuff, or like, non-work stuff, yo, the LinkedIn police, all over the gaff. Oh, go to Facebook, what are you doing? This is, this is a LinkedIn, you know? Yeah. And it's like, no, just, just stop it, please. So, maybe it's the network I have on LinkedIn full of recruiters, but I just noticed this um, difference. So Facebook is good for for everything and anything, you know. And it that's why I believe it's amazing to show off your real core personal brand without having to put a little corporate veneer on it. You can really, really be yourself. Um, LinkedIn great for finding investors, great for talking to professionals, for so people who have money, um, people who are in the same business as you. Very easy to find them because the search feature, type in their job title. If you want to find someone with money, you know, is a social media marketing executive going to have money? Maybe, but a 21-year-old graduate straight out of university compared to a 
CEO, COO of a of a bank, which you can find very easily, you know, they, they can have a lot less money than that person, right? So you can find people and target people better. Um, for paid ads, I think Facebook comes out on top. LinkedIn's, you know, user interface and user experience is whack. Like Microsoft just just can't make things nice. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, it still has paid ads. I haven't used them yet. I use them for recruitment. They're okay. You know, LinkedIn's you know very much known for recruitment, but I don't know how good it will be in a property sense. Um, but LinkedIn's great. I think you still have to put a bit of a corporate veneer on what you're saying and what you're talking about. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Because you can have your kind of real, real brand on Facebook and then your kind of more polished brand on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, you know, whatever the algorithm is, changing all the time, you know, people try and beat it. Oh, I've got a hack, pay me a hundred quid to learn the hack, whatever. Same as I always say, just produce good content on any platform, it'll become top. Sorry, I digress. Uh, so that's my view on LinkedIn. Uh, Instagram, Instagram is great because property is very, very visual. Uh, you know, even a spreadsheet is a visual thing. Even your calculator, your, you're going on viewings, you're, you're speaking, to, it's all visual. So Instagram is perfect for this sort of thing, right? Especially if, like some of the guests on my show, for example, Rob and Sarah from May Green Investments, go back and listen to that podcast. Their interiors are beautiful. Devinda Sangara has been on the podcast. She's top three listens since like the day it was released. Her interiors, gorgeous. Um, and she shows them on on Instagram because it's a visual platform. Andy Graham, again, from Smart Properties, you know, his interiors are really, really good. And he shows them on Instagram, right? Because it's a great place to show them. Um, so check out those people I mentioned and look how they use Instagram. But I think Instagram, again, is, you know what? It's, it's like Facebook in that you can kind of show everything. But it's also like LinkedIn in that I think there's a sort of sheen to put on it. But that sheen isn't corporate. That sheen is, I don't even know what word to use, how to describe it. I'm going to call it the source. On Facebook, you can post on your main feed warts and all. That's great. It's authentic. But with LinkedIn, and again, this is a point that's up for discussion. I find that your main feed has to be kind of polished. You know, it's got to be dripping in source. But then the story is the warts and all aspect that's my opinion on it. I, I you know, I, I recently listened to Andy Frisella from MFCEO podcast. He said the same thing. Um, it's what I personally do. I know it's what others do as well, but I know others who have gorgeous feeds, but also really, really nice stories. So it totally depends. But I think with Instagram, you just need a little bit more polish, but, but that's me, right? It's a pure, you know, there is a big caption, but it's a really visual platform. So people want to see something shiny, something nice, something saucy, you know, whereas Facebook, you know, they're happy to see sort of less, sort of um, less entertaining or less shiny pictures. I hope that makes sense. So it's a great platform, you know, get on it. Growing your followers and views and engagement is going to take time. Not going to be an overnight success. Uh, it does take work. You know, it takes posting every day, which you can automate. It takes um, commenting and liking on other people's things. It takes, you know, putting engaging stuff up. It can be hard work, especially if you're not a visual visual kind of person or you're not a visual designer or you can't use software to design. It's not going to be the easiest thing. Also stories, you know, you need to post stories every day. You know, IGTV, it's a full-time job sometimes. You know, I personally love it. So I'm not going to outsource it. I don't really see, you know, I don't need to because I, I genuinely 
love it. And when I help property investors and I help people in recruitment with their social media and branding, you know, and they say, oh, could I outsource this? And I say, yeah, you could. I wouldn't because I love it so much. Um, so for me, Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn are, you know, the, the top trio of platforms that you should use to get ahead and to build your brand. If I had to pick one, I'd say Facebook because of all the learning on it. Uh, and then probably LinkedIn and then probably Instagram. Love Instagram, but it's just not a priority or not super high up in terms of which platform to use. You've got Pinterest. If you are, um, like an interior designer, check out someone called B Space on uh, Instagram, B-E-E Space. Their designs are amazing. If you had a Pinterest, if you had designs like them and you had a Pinterest board or Tumblr or something very purely visual, that would be pretty cool. Um, but the time you have to put in, I don't think it's going to bring the kind of returns in any sense of what return means as compared to the other ones. So those are my tips. Be consistent see social media as a part of your business, block out time in your diary, make time consistently to like and comment on things, start posting, start adding value, have your camera out on viewings, be ready to snap things, be ready to capture moments because everything is content, document it, don't create it. The last thing I'm going to touch on is outsourcing. Now, Social media can be outsourced. Of course, you can hire someone, hire a graduate, whatever, someone on Fiverr to basically manage it, write your content, uh, you know, take the pictures you give them or even get stock pictures and post stuff. And you should definitely do this if you want to build something quicker and you really, really don't enjoy it. But what I'd say to you is this is your shop front. This is your personality. Would you let someone else you don't particularly know once you give them a brief and say all right mate you know i'm quite funny i'm quite bubbly um, i get annoyed really easily i like ricotta cheese but not mozzarella and at networking events i have to sit in the back right corner would you give them that brief on your personality and say cool go to net go to a networking event and can you raise me a hundred grand uh, make a video with your face but like but can you be my personality like can you can you can you can you be me um, can you go speak to my builder? This is how I normally speak to them, but can you go do that? You know, you wouldn't really, right? Because it's your personality, it's who you are. And there's only one of you, you know, everyone else is taken, right? So for me, I kind of say, yeah, there's some aspects you can outsource, such as the creation of content in terms of writing blogs or um, editing pictures, editing videos, or, you know, using stock images and quotes on top of it, all that kind of stuff, your logo design, your website design. Um, but the real kind of, content like videos or podcasts or top tips or uh, your captions for your posts you know I think really has to come from you we all have a different style of writing some of us use 10 emojis at the end of every line some of us use full stops some of us never use full stops some can't spell or use good grammar but it doesn't matter because that is oh that rhymed that is our style um so you know, think carefully about what you could outsource that wouldn't dilute your personal brand. When it comes to your company brand, which is different, then, you know, yeah, I would say outsource it. But when it's your personal brand, I personally just couldn't, like, give anyone advice to do, you know, to outsource the main bulk of it, which is who you are. You need to see it as part of your business. And when you do, 
you'll see that some aspects can be outsourced and some can't, just like a real aspect of business. So look, I hope these tips have been useful. Um, this concludes the series on social media. For the resources part, which I go through what bits of software, which are all free, which websites and which tools that I use, um, I am going to give this away to you. However, you have to go to my website and join the mailing list. So once you join the mailing list in the next few weeks, so you have about a week to do this, I will send out an exclusive link to the resources podcast. It's literally like five minutes, but it details everything I use to make the nice, beautiful yellow uh, kind of graphics and the text overs and everything and how you can do it for free. And that aspect could be outsourced. You can definitely train someone to do that. And I don't sell anything on my mailing list. I just send you lots of cool blogs and keep you up to date with all the latest stuff happening in in the uh, in the podcast world of Tej Talks. So head to the website, tej-talks.com slash property. Um, after a few seconds, it will pop up the mailing listing, join it. If it doesn't, head to the bottom of the page and you'll find a link. Join up and I'll send it out after a week or so from today. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, like I said, this concludes the series. I hope it's been useful. Any feedback of any kind, I am very, very open and really do want to hear it. So please get in touch. If you love the podcast or even if you just like it, please leave me a review on the Facebook page or on iTunes or the podcast app. Thank you very much. If you like this podcast, connect with Tej on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube for more great content.